Habari Entertainment proudly presents Habari Live. Habari Live. From Phoenix, Arizona. And you're listening to the Habari Live Podcast. The show that brings you news, sports, and entertainment for people who love HabariEntertainment.com. Here are your hosts, Aisha, Jimmy, and Damon Dipleen Ellison. Let's get it going. We are all the way live. Live. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Bari Live, where we keep you updated with the news, sport, and entertainment. Like always, we are all the way live from Phoenix, Arizona, Paradise Valley to be for sure. Let's get it going. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, we have a very, very, very good uh, special guest today, man. We're going to talk about some basketball today. We're going to learn about uh, how to hoop. Maybe uh, I can hit a layup. You know what I'm saying? We got Coach Lawrence Taylor in the house He's the owner of uh, Seven City Basket, Seven City Knights Basketball Organization, and he's also a 25-year uh, basketball coach. Welcome to the show, bro. Hey, how you doing? Welcome. Thank you for having me. Man, it's nothing, man. Uh, you're um, right now. You're a legend around here, man. You um, you've been all around the legend. nation. No, yeah, no, man. No, you're, I'm not a legend. You, you're I'm a just legend. a regular guy, man. Regular guys make a difference, and that's yeah. what you do. You yeah. know what I mean? You out here helping the kids, yeah, giving your time true. to help kids. Uh, you're spending your time out here to make people better in something that that uh, they can be better in for they can better themselves. Um, I I think that's legendary. You know what I mean? And you've uh, appreciate that. I yeah, appreciate man, that. for, for sure. A lot. You've you've been all around the nation teaching basketball, learning basketball. So let let us know a little bit how your basketball journey started, man, and uh, and and how did you get into hoops, man? We got to go back 50 years for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I remember like it's yesterday. Um, I, I got a basketball as a, as a, as a gift um, from one of my family members yeah. up in Southeast D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another family member took it from me. Wow. Which caused a little internal fight in the house. Right. And they got the ball back, gave it back to me and said, go down the street and play at the park. Right. So I go to the park. And then the big kids took it from me. <laughs> Brand new basketball, right. you know what I'm saying? So I, mean, I went back down there with my cousins, and that wasn't a good fight. <laughs> and I said, well, you know what? I'll play you for the basketball next week. Right. And um, I went down there, we played them, and we beat them. And I'm 12 years old. Right. These guys 14, 15, 16 years old. And a gentleman who did the cleanup for the park right around the Robert England Recreational Center named Mr. Brown, mm-hmm. saw me play these guys. And he was like, hey, kid, come here and talk to me. And he was like, um, who are you? I'm like, I'm Lawrence Taylor. And he's like, right. what, the football player? I'm like, no, no, I'm Lawrence <laughs> Taylor. I'm Lawrence Taylor, the real Lawrence Taylor. Right. And he was like, um, well, look, you know who those kids are, right? Apparently, they was kids that had went wayward, but oh. had a lot of potential okay. to be the next great thing right. out there. But they, they, that street life reeled them in and, mm-hmm. and kept yeah. And he said, look, I'm going to do something for you that I never did for nobody else. And he let me come into the recreational facility, which kept me off wow. the playground. Right. Showed me how to. Gave me a little job. He paid me $5 to do the floor. And then he gave me an hour to do what I wanted to do and shoot wow. around. And he showed me. He, that was my introduction to basketball, love and pain. Wow. That's dope, man. And like I said, it it's always someone else that gives you a hand up. Mm-hmm. And then once you get that hand up, you want to take others and, and give them that also uh, give them their hand. Well, I so, didn't even know he was watching. I had no idea. I mean, I had seen him 
many times before I thought he was homeless because he just walked around the park and he was doing clean. I'm like, man, who's this homeless guy? Right. <laughs> He's the director of the facility. Wow. I'm just like, wow, okay, well, I didn't know. Never know, man. Never know who you're talking to until you know do. who you know. Yep. That's why they say always respect, man, because mm-hmm. you never know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Never know. So from there, you went on to what you played high school basketball. And what, what state were you were you born in? Uh, Washington, D.C. Okay. Washington, you, okay. Yeah, I played high school basketball until I got in a little bit of trouble. Um, then that dream kind of got taken away from me. Okay. Uh, but I made my way back, walked on to a college, wow. South Carolina State. Yeah, South Carolina. That's why I was wondering, because I know you, was, you played at South Carolina. Okay. South Carolina State, small state. Mm-hmm. Um, again, got in trouble. Wow. Got in trouble. Um, and I had to make a real decision, so I joined the Army. Wow. Because I, I was going to ask you that because I, I know you you end up getting hurt uh, out there and that kind of derailed your plane uh, back in 2003. Uh, what what was the big uh, move that, I mean, I, I, don't, I know it's personal, but what made you make that decision? Because that's a big move going from, I love basketball to deciding, all right, I'm, I need to go to the military. Did you think you needed that discipline? No, I, I came home to take care of some family stuff, end up finding out that the people who did what they did were right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get retribution. Um, and it just didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out. So I was kind of on the run, Okay, unfortunately. Wow. Um, police were chasing me. I'm running left. My cousin's running right. Wow. And um, I literally fell down into a manhole. And bust my chin up, <laughs> and they caught him, but they didn't find me. And I mm-hmm. came out the manhole the next morning, and I was just going home, District Heights, and I heard the song, Be All That You Can Be. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm okay, yeah. I walked into the recruiter's office. They're like, dude, where you come from? <laughs> I'm like, look, man, I told them the truth. I said, hey, man, I was on the run. It was the shooting that happened out green. I, I didn't have nothing to do with it, but I was there. Right. I was on the run. I said, um, they looking for the other guy. I didn't got. I don't have no guns. I'm not no killer. I'm a basketball player. I was just right. out there with my cousin. I didn't know it was gonna go down like that. It was like, okay, they called the cops. The cops came down. They took my statement. They took me out back. They hosed me off. They put me in fatigues, and I took the ASVAB. Wow. I scored a one twenty two on the ASVAB, which wow. means it was like, man, you're super intelligent. What? Why are you doing this? Right. <laughs> and I had to do uh, two years in the army as a probationary. Uh, Per, per order by the court, right. and I end up doing 20. Wow. Wow, man. That's amazing, man. I mean, because you, you got to understand, man. We, I know how it is. You get caught up in the streets. And sometimes, man, you just make these decisions. You're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change something. And uh, today is the day the change is coming. Yeah, um, it was a forced change. And my cousin was like, yo, man, them dudes, they up the street. Come on, let's go. LT, let's go. I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, get in the car. Right. No, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I go up, I get go up the street. I'm gonna get beat down when they get back. Right. <laughs> right. So I said, all right, I go up the street, but I had no idea what's going. This was when people used to actually fight. Right. Right. Definitely. But that was the day people pulled out guns and knives, and, and I'm like, escalated. I'm like, oh yo yo, I'm not with that, son. I'm I'm a basketball player. I'm I'm getting out of here, and it, it just it just went bad. It went bad. Yeah, man. That, that's I mean, it's. It's a good story. It's a horrible story, but it's a good story because in the yeah. end, you come out, you know what I mean, a different yeah. person. And it, yeah. and it just shows that uh, the growth that somebody can have. Uh, so it's, it's bigger than the growth. It, it's, it's, it's God's plan for me wasn't going to be derailed. Mm-hmm. Right. No matter what the obstacle was, was in front of me. And in this case, some of them obstacles was family. Right. Family and love. Yeah. 
but but his plans for me was not going to be derailed. I wasn't going to go in that direction. That's powerful, man. Because you know, so many get lost and they they just yeah. can't find them way out, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was that, on the verge. I was right there at the edge. I was right. right there at the edge. I was on the verge. Right. I really was. That's that's determination, man. But you did play. Um, you made it to the practice squad for the uh, Sonics, right? Yes, I did. Uh, I was there for about four and a half, maybe five years. Okay. Did you have you were able to meet GP and? Uh, and... Oh man, he elbowed me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, stitches up here, right? Yeah, elbow me in the face. I met a lot of young guys there. I met a, a young rookie, Kevin Durant. Come wow. find out he lived right around the corner from me in Southeast DC. Man. I met um Westbrook when they first got there. Met ran into Ray Allen a few times. Um, Sam Perkins. Saw a lot of people. Met Nate McMillan, really good coach. Yeah. Um, some from vets ran into Sean Kemp when he was going through the whole recovery phase, mm-hmm. yeah. trying to get back. Yeah. Um. Uh, Desmond Howard. I ran into a lot of guys there. Shaman um, Williams was there. It was yeah, a I remember lot. Shemana. Yeah. It was a lot of people there. Come to find out, I had some cousins that I didn't even know was family members. Wow. Because my family line is is crazy from the Sudams to the Hollies to the Williams right. to the Hensons to the Burrells. Huge to the family. Taylor. Yeah, huge family. Mm-hmm. So I'm traveling and I'm like, yo, you know, hey, boom, 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 and I'm mentioning names. And like, oh, you know, Mama. I'm like, yeah, I know Mama. That's my grandma. No way. It was like, wow, okay. Wow. I didn't realize how big the family was. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I ran into a lot of people. And even though I thought I was by myself, I had a lot of help along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You can't do it without you can't do it alone, man. Man, I, mean, I just I just put down my own pride a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And um I just said, Okay, God, I'm a I'm a passenger. When you want me to get out and do something, let me know. Right. I'm gonna get out, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna get back in the car, I'm gonna shut up and let's ride. Yeah, man. And I started that after the injuries with the military, mm-hmm. like 2006, 2007, and nine, and I haven't looked back since. Wow. So, what led you to say that you were going to start helping others to start being man. a coach? So I was frustrated, man. I was sitting at the gym. I was just finished like my last. PCL surgery for my left knee. I had mm. to do PCL, ACL, meniscus, mm. and full reconstruction of the left, oh my goodness. as well as bicep lending and tenure muscle for the whole left arm and shoulder. I was involved in an IED explosion, so this whole left mm. side was impacted by a rocket, which broadsided my 911 Humvee out in Iraq. Goodness. And um, so I had to do full reconstruction on this whole side, CV joint, the whole side. The only thing that got hit on this side was my head hit the glass, and I had staples in my head right. um, and these Ooh. fingers which they still haven't repaired they said they don't want to repair them because I still have functionality of them right. um, so I, I was rehabbing I'm sitting in the gym and I, I'm just in there working out working out and I walk past the basketball court and I'm like nah I'm not going in there and I saw a little kid running by and he had his basketball and he was something was like ah, look at that I'm like wow that's where the love starts mm-hmm. I'm like yeah give me a ball I'll sign a ball out so I'm on one end of the court, the kid's on the other end of the court, and he's, he's hurling the ball up, trying to make shots, trying to make shots, trying to make shots. And I'm like, man, he got a left right, he got a left right that. I'm seeing what he needs right. to do, but I'm not acting on it. Right. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, he's got a left, if he left right that or jump stops me, yeah, he can get that. So I turn my back and I, I start shooting. And ironically, he misses the ball rolls all the way down the court and hits me in the leg. Wow. So I turn around and I'm like this, and he's like, ball, ball, ball. 
I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, set your feet. I pass it to him and he catches it. I say, come here, man. And I started just showing him some stuff. And his parents run in the gym and they're like, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm not a stalker. I'm just a basketball player. I'm a soldier. How you doing? First Sergeant Taylor. I'm with the 26. <laughs> right, right. Introduce myself. And she's like, no, 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 not that. I've never seen him make that many shots. What did you tell him? I'm like, well, I just told him to set his feet, you know, and push from the elbow, not from his shoulder. Right. Use the momentum from the ground up and just hit that spot. It's a box right there. The box is not going to move. The backboard is there. Right. And she was like, she was like, here. And she put $40 on my, on, on my hand. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this for? She said, because you've showed him more in 10 minutes than his trainers have showed him in a month. Wow. I'm like, well, I mean, it wasn't my intention. I I, I kind of was ignoring them, uh, you know, just to be honest with you, because I didn't want to go down there because I've been down this road, you know, just been a lot, it's a lot of pain right. dealing with, with that. Yeah. So I was confronting my own frustrations Definitely. of success that I could have had to right. the stupid decisions that I made, which kind of stifled anything mm -hmm. that I could have did. Right. But again, that wasn't the path for me. Mm -hmm. God had a path that was much deeper, much bigger, and, and more in, 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 in detail. Right. Um, so she was like, well, look, can I bring him back? And she brought him back. Um, and this is on the military base too. So a lot of people were like, you know, who's this guy coming in here training all these kids? Like, oh, that's first art. Wow. So the military had an issue with that. And it was like, well, you can't be charging people money to come in. I'm like, well, I'm not charging them money. They're just giving me money. <laughs> right. They're donating. <laughs> what am I supposed right. to do? Turn around and give it to the gym? I right. said, I don't mind that. It's not about me. It's about them. Right. So the one kid ended up going from three kids to three kids, ended up going to a small group of 10 kids. And wow. next thing you know, I had a camp going. Wow. And where was this? At Fort Eustis, Virginia. Okay. So then Fort Eustis was like, well, look, let's make this part of the intramurals program. Wow. And it grew from there and it became an intramural basketball team, which was called the Eustis Knights, which wow. I was the coach of and the first player of. And I brought the best players from the military together. Uh, from the entire base, from all of the units. Right. And we started traveling. We went to the Capital Classic. Man. I had a great game at the Capital Classic, scored like 60 points. Wow. And we won. And we came back to the base. And then intramural sports in the military, which had went on a lull mm -hmm. because of everything that was going on since 9-11, went back up. Okay. And it just restarted. Everything just yeah. started pumping. And they, they started doing camps and everything. And they was like, well, where do you want to take it from here? I said, well, I don't know, man. I'm getting ready to retire, man. Where y'all take it is where y'all take it. Right. And uh, I retired, uh, moved to Arizona with the, 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 the intention of being retired. Right. <laughs> and it didn't happen. <laughs> it, did, it, did, it did happen, man. I sat down. I had an ABA team that was playing over there on the East Coast yeah. called Seven City Nights. Right. Um, ABA called me and asked me if I can do some things out here. I grabbed some guys out here. We went out, went to the ABA championship, lost by five. Ah, yeah, I saw. So I have a Western Conference champions uh, as ABA divisional champs. I have an Eastern Conference champions as uh, being Eastern division champs. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the team renamed from Seven City Knights to be more connected to Phoenix in Arizona to be called the South Phoenix Knights. Okay. Which okay. is the secondary page that you guys might okay. see. Okay. Yeah, Those we didn't see that. Those pages run together. The South Phoenix Knights now. Yes. Yeah, okay. Phoenix Knights. That's dope, man. Um, That's really dope. And especially the spotlight South Phoenix also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? The yeah. spotlight, the hood is, is really dope, man. Um, And it's so, it's so, it's so dope what you're doing. Is it this, the still the ABA, like from the seventies ABA still? Yes. That's dope, is. man. It is. I mean, and, and during that walk, I got a chance to meet some really good people. I mean, I met, I met Bob, I met 
Doctor, I met Doctor J. Wow. I met um, so many people. I met um, Ezra Hill, one of the last surviving Tuskegee Airmen. Wow. I mean, I met a lot of people on that walk through that. ABA. I've owned the ABA team, I don't know, 14, 15 years wow, now. Wow, man, that's great. And, and I've owned it with no help, one hundred percent. Wow. Haven't had to go out to outside money. Haven't had to really reach out to sponsors because I've been blessed right. with my military career, blessed to be able to meet people that I can call and say, hey, you know, looking for some things like this, looking for some things like this. And they've been able to tell me how to use bartering tactics and mm. different things like that to 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 make it happen without having to ask for front end money. Right. right. Um, and I've been able to make it happen. I've impacted so many people. Man, I bet, players, man. man. I bet. That's I got amazing. Players reaching out to me now from 2005, 6, 2000. They're like, bro, you changed my life. I'm like, who is this? John John. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yo, what's up? How you doing, man? Right. I, I, I was just scrolling through Facebook. I, you still playing, dude. What's up? Right. I'm, I'm like, man, bro, you look exactly the same as you did in 2000. No, I don't. No, yes, you do, man. I'm like, wow, man. Basketball's the fountain of youth, man. Yeah. For me, at least. Definitely. Yeah. It keeps you in shape, keeps you happy. It keeps then you come with the youth. Sharp. It right. keeps you mentally sharp because it's just one of the few games in the world that you can't perfect. Yeah, man. I, I, um, I really admire everyone, everything that you're doing, bro. I mean, to, to, um, to own the team and to, to also coach these kids mm -hmm. and do so much for the city and for everyone that's trying to, cause ba everyone's not going to be a pro, yeah. but, but basketball still, it still changes lives yeah. and it still makes you being, uh, learning how to play on a team, mm -hmm. uh, learning how to take direction, mm -hmm. uh, learning how to uh, be responsible for your actions. These are the things I think that team sports speak uh, teaches you. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think that's really important for a lot of kids. And, and they playing sports and learning from people like you, they'll definitely become better people, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, doing these things. Yeah. So we want to applaud you, man, for everything you've done, bro. You, you're a big deal, man. Absolutely. That's that's dope. <laughs> Yay. I'm trying to figure coming. out I'm I'm trying to figure out how she got past baby gate. Uh, who knows? I, 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 know. I knew it. I saw her when she was walking back home. I, I ain't even gonna lie. She's kinda she kinda scared me earlier. I looked back over and she was just standing there with her big old grand. Like, oh, I'll tell you what though. She's a little know. ninja. Yeah, she got she, she just got I'm like, did she just walk? So the real the real superstar the interview right here. Right. <laughs> All right, now I'm out. Yeah, um, believe it or not, basketball, when I was playing it, I didn't know it. If that can make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was I was so concerned with making it. Making it right. that I didn't know that what I was doing would become standardized, that what I was doing would revolutionize the game or Definitely. change the game. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that my impact would be like that. When I started digging into basketball, I was digging into it. Um, because the meaning of the sports, pretty much all of the sports, has a religious basis behind it. Mm -hmm. It's about getting everybody together. It's about fellowship. Right. It's about brotherhood. You know, it is. basketball doesn't care if you're white, black, That's or right. Asian. It just mm -hmm. wants to go in the hoop. It That's doesn't real. matter who does it. And it only takes two sets of hands to put it in there. That's real. Football, only two hands can score. Baseball, mm -hmm. only two hands can hit a home run. Bowling, only two hands can bowl a 300. Yeah. Soccer, only one foot can kick the ball That's in the real. goal. So, but but together you get the ball in position mm -hmm. to score. That's real. So the religious basis behind it is what really came true to me. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And this all happened, you know, from the kind of near-death experience that I had with me getting injured, you know. You know, I'm literally, like, laying there, and I'm telling the doctors. I'm like, hey, man, I saw everything you guys were doing on me. Why was she being so rough? Why would not? They're like, there's no way you could have seen that. You supposed to have been out. Yeah, they, 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 well, they told me that I had flatlined for about 45 seconds. So but you have an out of body experience there. I, I, I don't know what to call it. I mean, they say it's that, they say that's what it is, but I was literally standing in the room and it felt like I was maybe two or three people behind just watching them, you know, work on me. And I'm like, like, damn, why is she hitting me? You know, she's my lamp, but right. why is she hitting me? But they were chest trying compressions. To yeah. yeah. Trying to get you to come yeah. back there. Um, and I turned over my turned and looked over my shoulder and I kind of saw my grandmother standing there. And I was like, I was like, hey grandma, you know, it was a nice little conversation. Felt like forever. But they told me it was only 45 seconds. Man. And she was talking to me and she was like, You're doing so good. You know, she was like, just stay the course, keep moving. I'm proud of you. And I went to hug her. And she said, No. She said, No. And she hit me in my chest. And then I kind of kind of came two on the table and they we got him we got him we got him and i'm like I'm, i i mean to this day you know I, I can't explain what it was it just was something different right than i had ever seen before in my life you know what I mean? from the streets southeast dc i don't believe in gold so i don't believe in right it. so but to see that made me realize that there's more to existence than this plane mm-hmm. than this form of energy than this uh standard that we accept as the norm right there's more yeah man it just opened my eyes which is part of the reason why my motto for my my training company real ground hoops is be more right because in being more you never know who you're going to reach that's real man yeah so and you're reaching man you're reaching a lot of people and that's that's a really really deep story bro because i mean i've I've never been there yeah and those that have have been to near-death experiences i know that they have you know, a connection with with the higher mm-hmm. state of mind and and the higher may spiritual whatever they may feel connected to, mm-hmm. and it's it's it always brings them to a to a different place. Uh, they they look at life a different way. That some of us who haven't experienced those things, we may not be able to reach those same same thought patterns because you guys have seen something that we just haven't seen yet. Well, and, it, uh, it was I came I came back so to speak different, right. Things that I used to like, I couldn't stand. Stuff that I used to do, I couldn't do anymore. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I used to smoke weed and drink. I, it was just like, I was like, nah, man. I used to go out and club and party. Yo, we going to go out and turn up. For what? It's a waste of time. Right. My, 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 my it's like. Perspective. Yeah, it was different. Mm-hmm. People told me, they was like, yo, man, you ain't the same. I'm like. I'm like I'm proud. I'm proud that I'm not the same. I'm right. I'm I'm good. I'm, that means something bigger is coming That's down true. the road for me. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, you ain't cool no more. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with being not cool. Right. <laughs> That's why. Definitely. It, it was just different. So I mean, I don't know. My grandmother, you know, she was gone at that time. My grandfather was gone at that time. My aunts and uncles was gone at that time. Um, I only had two cousins left. Really wasn't connected with them. Still really not connected with one. Uh, my mom and dad was gone. Right. So it was just kind of me, I thought. Mm-hmm. But then family started reaching out from the left and the right, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't know that." I was married, I, you know, I had a beautiful wife, family, the whole nine yards. Everything was, you know, I thought right. was where it needed to be. Um, and then that path also changed because this walk that I'm on, 
I couldn't have done it with all of those other things, you know, around me. Definitely. I wouldn't have been able to be where I'm at now mm-hmm. with it, you know, and it was some hard decisions I had to make. Um, and I made them out of love. Right. You know, so it, it, it's, you know, I still carry, I still carry a little bit of that, that fight. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, man. You got a, you got a, a dope story. You got a dope background, man. And it's for real, like, it's ex- inspiring. Because it's so many people come from the hood and from these bad places and from South D.C. and South Phoenix, mm-hmm. South Chicago, and they they can't make it out, man. Yeah. So it was inspiring to hear stories of people like you who were able to come out of these situations, make it to an NBA practice team, um, become successful, go to college, um, become an owner of an of a ABA team. Now you're out here working with Bridget Pettis and, and other people that mm-hmm. are successful. And teaching mm-hmm. kids, you know, how to do things so you can do something. Yeah. It's it's you don't have these it doesn't have to just be oh, I played basketball and now I didn't make it my life over. No, nah, man. You can use those to take bridges to go to other places. Basketball yeah. can take you so many places and it doesn't have to be just as a player. Yeah. Coach, executive. Mm-hmm. There's so many things you can do. And I think that we need to learn those things. Yeah. And and talking to people and learning about people like you is a good example of it. Man, I tell these players all the time, I'm like, hey, don't aspire to be in the NBA right now. Right. You know, aspire to learn the best that you can be, the best mm-hmm. that you can be that's, now. That's what you can do. Go out and make an impact on somebody's life now. Go to college. I said, and if you do the right things, you're not going to have to go look for the NBA. They're going to come find you because mm-hmm. they're going to want to have your story be the front center of what that team is moving in the direction that that that's team real. is trying to go. I said, so if you go out and just be the best version of yourself, what you want at the end of the day will actually come to you mm-hmm. as far as the woman that you want to be with in your life, as far as the the luxuries you want to have around you, mm-hmm. you'll put yourself in position to have those things in position. Right. You don't got to go out and try to find it now. Cause if you find it now, you're going to, you're going to squander it now. You're going to yeah. lose it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be something you're going to regret later. Yeah. And the kids look at me like, well, 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 what about NILs, man? It's just a way for you to brand yourself before you actually experience who you are mm-hmm. and find yourself. It's just a way for you to be more lost than you already are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just my perspective on it. It's just, I think a lot of things need to change. And I got it, had a chance, man, wow, I'm thinking about it. I had a chance to actually meet Kobe Bryant wow. the day before he died. Wow. <laughs> He was over at the uh, at the, the facility on 48th and Broadway in South Phoenix. Really? Yeah, Did with not his know daughter. That. With his daughter, they came in for a girls' basketball tournament, and um, I, I just got a chance to kind of walk by him. I saw him. And I'm like, "Hey, I shook his hand. I'm like, hey, how you doing?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Boom!" We chopped it up, and he started talking to the rest of the guys, and was talking about the state of women's basketball and some of the things he wanted to impact mm-hmm. because he thought it was really an under serviced market definitely in is basketball mm-hmm. and just just some few different directions that he wanted to go with and i was like yeah, man, man that's dope that's dope he was gonna be a, he was gonna make it a big deal and his daughter mm-hmm. was gonna be a big deal yeah i was like that's dope that's dope i'm like okay and i'm like hey well you know yeah I mean, next time you're out here man let's chop it up right and i kind of just walked out the door didn't think about it man. and i'm sitting in church the next day and they're like yo you know, kobe's dead i'm like no way i just talked to this guy yesterday no way hey he was gone man <sighs> Yeah, that's um, a sad day, man. That fast. Yeah, that fast. Sad day, sad time all around, man, because that was just the crazy times and what we were about to go through. Mm-hmm. We didn't know. But that yeah. was just the first thing that happened. Of, that of, was the on first year, domino. Mm-hmm. Of that year, and that year was horrible. Yeah. The rest of the year, for, our, for my family as a whole, uh, 
the next year was horrible. Mm-hmm. So we had, I mean, those years were just bad, man. There were some bad times. Mm-hmm. But that just, that was the beginning of it, man. And yeah. uh, I'll never forget that when that happened. I definitely uh, cried like a little baby, man, because uh, you felt like you grew up with Kobe. Yeah. yeah. You felt like you knew him, even if you didn't. I never met him, but I felt like I knew him. You know what I'm saying? He's been around so much since you were little, you just knew Kobe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's been so long, but yeah, yeah, man, I, I just thought it was, it was pretty dope. Um, what he what he's what he was doing for women's basketball. Um, so I wanted to let's take a quick break, Elijah. Uh, let's go to a quick commercial. We're gonna be back with Coach T and talking a little bit more about basketball here. Just because they try to welcome, welcome, welcome. A couple things has been back, everybody. promise that will be a part of that mm-hmm. so i'm just looking to move it in a different direction besides now i had the only aba team in arizona for two years now it's like wow. six or seven teams here right so my success here has spawned them being able to reach out to new owners here in this region mm-hmm. to try to duplicate what i'm done it's, 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 partnerships yeah. are going to be the way um yeah. now these with so many leagues coming out and and basketball is still a, a big 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 deal mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what league you're in you can have a g league d league people will watch and they will come because yeah. the basketball is just that uh lovable but if I, I do believe that uh it's got to be more partnerships between these lower end leagues uh to try to bring in better stadiums and more sponsorships um you know just like with the with the nb wnba you know mm-hmm. it's it's all about sponsorships and uh partnerships um you know that but you know that that's a real easy thing to say. Right, exactly. It's hard to do though <laughs> exactly. because it's a lot of chiefs and no Indians. Mm-hmm. You got to be a chief and an Indian. That's real. Yeah, it's hard, man. <laughs> got to be able to say, okay, I can do that, but I can't do that. Yeah, I can follow you here, but I can't follow you there. Right. You know that 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 that's what's missing in in our culture, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, man, it's so, tough. I tried. Trust me, I tried to tried to communicate with all of the other owners. And I'm like, hey, I had a group chat with them. And I'm like, hey, we need to do this. We need to do that. We have power here. We need to approach the ABA and say, hey, this needs to change. Because if mm-hmm. it doesn't change, then we're not doing anything to support right. your brand if you're not going to support us back down the line. That's real. You know, and well, I that's a waste of time. Man. Okay, all right, it's a waste of time. You can keep taking your money and doing what you're doing and getting five, six people coming to your game. And now it's all front-end costs absorbed by your organization. Mm-hmm. 
or we can come together and do something like we need to do and put these games in a bigger venue mm-hmm. where we're all playing ABA games on the That's same real. night. So now your fans see your team, my fans see my team, and all of the fans that come, period, mm-hmm. and gather in one place, and they'll see five, six games as opposed to coming to see one game. Right. Like, are, it, it just didn't happen. Is the CBA still around? The CBA is still around. That ACPBL is, is so many leagues. Yeah. So many. The PBL is pretty good. Mm -hmm. The TBL is making a lot of noise right now. Um, That's the basketball league. They're making a lot of noise right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The basketball league. They're the one that have the uh, the tournament, right? And they do it on ESPN. The the basketball league is just the basketball league. The the TBT, the million dollar tournament, that's Mm -hmm. ran by a guy named Dan Farrell, good friend of mine. Oh okay. So Um, they're they're not the same. They're They're two different. Okay. Separate, and that's just a money tournament. Okay. That happens for a few weeks, yeah. but they they break it down with the regions. So they'll mm. get the top teams in each region. They'll do qualifying games, and yeah. then they'll move them to one of the six or seven sites that they have for regionals. And when they do the regional games, then they have their championships. Yeah, man, that's yeah. that's a big deal, and it's giving people you know who may have played a little college, mm-hmm. maybe played a high uh, level dinner. exposure. Yeah, they they high level, high so, level exposure, uh, and a chance to win some big money. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I love that tournament, man, and I watch it every time I get I get a chance to come on. Yeah. Um, how what do you think about uh Cubes League and, and how, where that's going with man, the three the big, on three? Man, look, I, I that's funny you say that. I got some big three shoes. Mm-hmm. I got some I got some big three shoes. They they sent me some big I went down to Vegas uh, with a couple of my friends and we kind of did the like the pre draft stuff. Yeah, we were yeah. running around, having fun, playing, meeting with a lot of people. And um they sent me the the sky blue big three shoes. Oh yeah. Um, I think his league is giving homage and honoring that smaller basketball culture. Mm-hmm. And I think it's giving these veterans a, a platform. Yeah, yeah. Because Joe Johnson back, was out there last yeah, the other night. To get back up to the top. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I think that's going to be bad about that is the fact that I think the bigger industry – We'll try to stifle something different and new mm-hmm. because it could take a little bit of the money away from the, the money the away big, from the big boys. not so much money, but viewers, viewers, supporters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's enough viewers for everyone, though, man. But it's enough. It's enough. It's enough food on the table for everybody right. to sit down and eat. Definitely. <laughs> that's what, that's why I look at it, man. Uh, well, I want to ask you a question. Uh, you're not. What do you think about? I heard Shaq talk about this the other day. The WNBA should lower their rims to nine feet. What do you think about that? No, I think Why they should. They? I think they should because yeah, they can because dunk that, more. No, because but but that's that's demoralizing and destandardizing the women athletes because women athletes have changed what they're doing. Why do you think it's more women coming up that can mm-hmm. dunk now? They've changed what they have been doing. Mm-hmm. There has been a drastic revamping of the physicality for the game for women to have them focus on different muscle groups and strengthen in a better way. They would normally train the same way the guys are, and you can't do that. It's two different dynamics. Mm -hmm. Now that they have customized how women train and get ready and prepare for the game, Mm -hmm. you see the athleticism coming up. I don't see men and women. I don't see that. I was talking to a good, 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 good friend of mine, and he said this to me, said it to a whole group of us with the Committed to the Craft. Mm -hmm. Uh, Phil Handy said, I don't see them as women. I don't see them as men. They're all athletes. And when you're talking about athleticism, 
it's who does the most work. It's who dedicates themselves the most. Mm-hmm. It's who put the extra time in that succeeds at the end of the day as an athlete. Does it have anything to do with you being a woman or a man? When you come in the event, yes, you're a woman. You're dressed like a woman. You're dressed like a man. Right. When you're doing the event, you're athletes. When you leave, now we can differentiate right. again. And that's exactly the same way I train my players. My players, look, you don't treat her no different than me. Why should I? She's an athlete just like you. For sure. For sure. I was uh, I was just wondering how you what you thought about that because um I, I I thought I watched that this week and I was like hmm, I wonder what 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 people think about that I think I think that will I think that will diminish diminish the game if they did something like that yeah. it would it would bring a little bit of credibility down people would start to say well women can't do what men do anyway I, I think it would it would bring out some some dogs some some, some sleeping dogs will wake up off that one yeah I hate the hate that um that women basketball get man it's so annoying. Um, I, this year, I love that they are getting way more uh, fans in the buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love that they're getting uh, record-breaking fans. We got two great the teams. Viewership. Yeah, the viewership yes. is doing great. Uh, we got the, uh, the the New York team and the Aces, the Las Vegas team. Mm-hmm. They, they're on the head-on collision to, to mm-hmm. meet in the finals. Look like, you know what I'm saying, both both of them got super teams. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. that's, that's pretty dope. So, talking about them, how did you... Get, in, get into working with Bridget with uh with her her camps and and what she's doing with her uh with her kids. Oh well, I used to see Bridget all the time over at the facility on 48th and Broadway because she had a training company that she was doing stuff with, and um we just connected through a few players. Uh, I was part of the uh, Mercury 2014 championship run. I was doing a lot of training for a lot wow, of players. Okay behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and they went on to the championship. And they invited me down for All Star Weekend. I had to all-Star Weekend Pass, wow. and I met a whole bunch of people. I met um, just literally behind the stages down there. It used to be called um, Talking Sticks Arena. Then. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was the footprints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I first started working out, it was like U.S. Air Arena. Yep, US so it's Air, gone through yep. some changes Airways, over the yep. while. It definitely has. And um, I met her and met her through some players, and then I saw her again. Then I was like, okay, like, all right. Like, okay, maybe this is meant to be. Right. So I'm like, I didn't say nothing that time. I was like, okay, if I see her again, then boom. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I leave that gym that I was just at and go to another gym and then come to another gym and she's at that gym. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you're moving just as much as me. Right. She's like, well, I got you. You know, I'm rocking and rolling. We get to talking and I'm like, well, hey, I'm LT. I'm, I'm Bridget Pell. I know who you are. She said, well, I know who you are. I'm like, how? She said, I know who you are. I'm like, okay. okay. I didn't realize my name was in <laughs> right. circulation like right. that. And we get to chopping it up and talking and we got a chance to network and talk and put some things together. And she told me some of the stuff that she said she was going to go through and do. Mm-hmm. And I told her, you know, from the beginning, I said, okay, well, if you need me for anything, yeah, here's my number. It's been the same for 20 plus years. Right. It ain't changing. You hit me up. If I can do it, I'll do it. And she hit me up. She's like, <laughs> hey, I need you to help me with this. I said, all right. She hit me up. Can you do this? Yeah. And and we just, it just grew from there, man. I, man. I love Bridget, man. Just saw her at the Phoenix Suns camp. I just did the last yeah, two of the last three Phoenix Suns camps. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Did you go down there and do um, the three-on-three that she did recently? I, I'm trying to get down there. That The Suns camps was in, conf- in conflict yeah. with her doing it, but she just sent me the new flyer. For the one in for, East Chicago? Yeah, yeah, for the one in Chicago. And, but she has another one that she's going to be trying to do down at University Park. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So I, I will be able to make it to that one. I'm trying to manage now because what's coming up now is NBA Summer League. Like last year, yeah. I had six guys that came through the training company. Wow. And five of them made NBA teams. That's amazing, bro. That so, is amazing. 
You know what I'm saying? So I didn't That's expect dope, that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't expect that. I had when they trained with me, they was young kids and mm-hmm. they just went through it. Coach, man, I remember everything. And I'm like, okay, hey, be the same. <laughs> And they're, they're playing. They're playing the game now. Man, that's what it's about. What did you think about this uh, Victor Wimbenyama kid, man? You you think he's going to be the truth man, or you think it's going to be overhyped? I got a chance to see him. I got a chance to see him when he was doing one of his pre-draft workouts. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of work to do. Yeah. He yeah, man. He's he's thin, man. And It's uh, not that. It's not that. You need to have lean muscles to play basketball because there's okay. quick twitch. Right. Um. So he's good there. But I mean, with his height to his footwork to his reach, mm. there's 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 time discrepancies. Okay. There's position discrepancies. There's okay. footwork is, footwork footwork issues. Right. There's balance issues. So it's not moving. And, it's not going yeah, smoothly. Yeah. There's hand and eye coordination mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's gonna probably make it. Yes. But. He won't make it in the first year. He's going to have to go down maybe developmental league, learn how to play the game, get his coordination mm-hmm. better, and then come back. And then, yes, I could see maybe in two to three, maybe four years, he'll be dominating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, man. He's he's definitely hyped, man. They got him hyped up, man. Um, Excuse me, gentlemen. I had a question from David Burns to Coach T. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, what strengths do you believe that can make uh, any team stronger? What strengths do I believe that can make any team stronger? The structure. The structure is the most important strength, and that's the philosophy from the coach. Mm-hmm. If the coach is a living embodiment of what he wants you to become, it makes it easier for you to embrace it, accept it, and then mm-hmm. do it. That's real. Um, so if your example in front of you is not good, then the camaraderie, the strength of the team is impaired by the leadership automatically. Mm-hmm. But if the leadership is right, it will change the attitude of the players and the players will then have to be forced to conform and transform to that standard because there wouldn't be no other way for them to make it. Wow. That's, hey, that's, that's a great question, David. Yeah, man. That's, that's a great question. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's so deep, man, because you, you never put the thought in that you, that you, the leadership qualities that it takes mm-hmm. to get these things done. Then what it takes to, to, to make a whole team move in the same direction, mm-hmm. like how hard that is. It's, it is. It's not easy, man. It is. You're talking. But, so a lot of people don't realize this. Most NBA teams have 15 players rostered, right? But they have an entire another team that consists of maybe 17 to 20, 22 guys who are mm-hmm. what's called inactive players, but they still require to be at practice. They're still required to travel. And in some cases, in the, in the event that they have a player that they call down, they call another player up. So all of these organizations have at least 30 to 35 gentlemen ready to go. Right. In shape, ready to go. Some of you might not ever know. You'll see them on the street, see them in a grocery store, and never know that they're playing pro basketball. Wow. But it's so under the radar yeah. that you don't understand that. Right. Um, so so it, it it it's it's a lot there that that happens behind the scene uh in the game. I mean, I walked around for a year and a half in the military before people realized that I was actually on the practice squad. Wow. They were like, well, hey, can you come down to the arena tomorrow, tomorrow night in, in full dress blues and pass off flyers? And I'm like, right. yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm just glad to be a part of what you guys right, are yeah, doing. definitely. So I'm I'm handing out flyers. You know, and the funny part about that is they're asking me, have I ever been shot at by an AK-47 or have I shot an <laughs> M-16? And I'm like, hey, man, look, you're shooting shots in an NBA room 
for thousands of fans. He said, yeah, but you're protecting millions of people around the world. Right. Put it in perspective for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, yeah, yeah, you're right, I am, but yeah. I still want to play ball, man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you playing real, ball, man, bro. you in here, man. Look, your practice squad is the best, the best players on the team nine out of ten times because they're helping those starters get to a higher level. Mm-hmm. Because they're pushing them in the trenches. Keep yeah, keeping yeah, them there too. They're pushing them in the trenches, and it's always somebody nipping at your heels. Yeah. So when you stop working, that's when you get passed. It's crazy because they they don't talk about the NBA practice squads as much as they talk about they the NFL the love they should practice get. squads. Like, I know people who's, who made a big deal is they made it to the NFL practice squad. And um, I know a couple of cats that made it. And I've never, ever heard anyone talk about they made it to the NBA practice squad. So you're the first that I've known because mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was a thing. A, a thing. It is. It is. They they call them the 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 scab players. Not really scab, but um, it was a word they used. Um, almost like the movie replacements. It's just right. a separate team. Wow. And we have our own set of coaches, and those coaches get direction from the head coaches. And we don't even get a chance to talk to the head coaches. We don't get a chance to go into some of that stuff. Yeah, I was doing our whole end thing. So it'll be, these guys are over here working out. They're working on offensive sets. Hey, they're working on this. Okay, you guys, we need to work through this. And they have us working on that stuff. Oh, they they like, have a lot of skill development going right. on during that time frame for guys that need to work on skill development. Mm-hmm. We have access to the trainers. We have access to the facilities. But, you know, we don't have that one-on-one. We can just go knock on the coach's door and say, hey, coach, right. you know, look, you have to get a recommendation to get moved up and then you get a recommendation and it gets reviewed and that recommendation goes through the process of getting reviewed and then you can move on to the court. So by the mm-hmm. time I made it onto the actual mainstream court, just because of hustle and dedication and being there practice at four, I'm there at three 30 fully sweated. I'm already worked out. Right. Ran my suicide guys are coming in and he's like, Hey, who's that guy right there? Bring him. Come here. Come here. Look at this guy been here for 33 minutes running, getting shots up and you, Right. Beep, 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 right. Beep. Just coming in the building <laughs> trying to get stretched out. This is the type of guy I need. Right. Hey, go over there on that court. That's how it happened for me. Mm-hmm. How I work. And I'm like, man, I didn't know he even saw me. Right. I'm over here just happy to be here. Right. Now I get over there, you know, and then they looking at me like, okay. Okay, you want to play with the big boys? Bow. <laughs> right, right in the face. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Right in the face. Oh, GP. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then I go get my stitch, and I came right back out, Band-Aid, black eye and all, and I said, let's go. Man. He's like, man, okay, I respect you now. Right. All right, okay, let's go. And then, then they then they kind of pulled me under the wing, and they, they taught me things about training. They taught me things about body and body mechanics. I had already did a lot of that stuff in the military with mm-hmm. Master Fitness, but they just showed me some different things. And I'm like, okay. And I've been able to comprise all that stuff into my training company, mm-hmm. which has made it, you know, such a and the, success. And the training company is um, Real, Grind, Real Grind, right? Real Grind Hoops. Real Grind Hoops. And you're the CEO owner of Real Grind Hoops. Yes, sir. Uh, it's a big deal, man. You're, you, you try to downplay yourself, man. You, <laughs> I'm you're a big humble. deal, bro. You're, hey, bro, just, it's always, humble, always good man. to be humble, man. Just humble. You're a mentor, a motivational speaker, um, owner of several different businesses. Um, I just, I just, Really appreciate you coming on, man, and having this conversation with us and talking about your life. It's really dope. 
Um, when we met you, we didn't we didn't know, you know what I mean, how big of a deal you really were. But you know, me so humble and, and such a cool guy, man. Yeah, we appreciate you coming I appreciate down. Appreciate you guys Thank for sure, you. man. We're gonna um, talk about some news. Let's take a quick break, man, and we're gonna do Hibari news when we come back. Absolutely. We're almost done here. We're just gonna do some quick news. Welcome, 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 a couple things. Has been back, everybody. This week's Habari News Weekly with Damon Dipling Ellison. Welcome back, folks. So we're going to go ahead and uh, let's, oh, that was the news thing, huh? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Go ahead and run it, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I love it. Now, this week's Habari News Weekly with Damon Dipling Ellison. Sponsored by... Uh, no one. But if you do enjoy healthy snacks, go to www.habarientertainment.com. Click on the Naked Nutrition banner at the top of the page. You can buy definitely dope, nutritious snacks, healthy snacks, 15% off your first purchase. You will love them. Uh, we like the oatmeal raisin cookies. That was our favorite. You see them here on our desk. But uh, go ahead and get some snacks and uh, let us know what you think. But let's get into some news, man. Um, our first story uh, over there, Elijah, we're going to run to Supreme Court affirmative action uh, story. Um, so Supreme Court, they ended affirmative action. Uh, they're drawing criticism from Biden and Harris and anybody else with a, a brain, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm upset about this, man, because I think that uh, affirmative action, it hasn't really helped black people as much as, as it probably could have. Yeah. Um, it's, if we look at the statistics, it's, it's helped white women more than anyone yeah. uh, statistically. Um, but to me, just the thought that these people think that that, that we're in a, 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 a post-racial America is, is just crazy to me. Uh, for people to think that uh, your name or your race doesn't hurt you to get into these places and these universities, top universities. They already did a study in Michigan because Michigan had already stopped affirmative action. 44% they've lost when it comes to enrollment of minorities mm -hmm. and, and other people of color already. And they just started, and I think it was 2016, something like that. They've already had a 44% uh, decrease. So obviously these yeah. things in place needs to be there. 
we already have problems with with graduation for black people we have problems with us getting into these schools yeah. um, um yeah. The, the, it's low low rates for us going to these big universities yeah you know, and we got people crying because there's such thing as HBCUs. They they exist because we couldn't get in those schools. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it's really sad, man. It's a sad day. That's the Supreme Court. I don't know what is wrong with these people, man. But everything that every time I see a, a breaking news and it's, it says Supreme Court, I already get ready for bad news. Right. Because I know they did something and, and dumb. It's so bad that we got to condition ourselves for something like that. To brace to ourselves that for is, bad news. Yeah, yeah. Race for bad news, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what can you do, man? They, they're, they're, it's, we have six conservative justices out of nine mm. in the country that is mostly liberal. Mm-hmm. We have six conservatives. It doesn't, it doesn't mirror our country at all. Mm-mm. It's, it's, it's just bull, man. We let that we let Trump in for four years and dog, we gonna pay for it for a long time, bro. Yeah, man. But um, I don't know, man. I really do. Going back to this, uh, I, I, you know, Clarence Thomas, you know, the John Justice John Roberts. He said, uh, "Lack." He said, "The majority opinion written by uh, Justice uh, John Roberts that the system in place lacks sufficient." focus and measurable objectives warranting the use of race unavoidably employ race in a negative manner involve racial stereotyping and lack of meaningful points this admission program cannot be reconciled with the guarantees of the equal protection clause mm-hmm. so and also clarence thomas was saying that the law doesn't see race mm-hmm. Um, uh, the other, the newer justice, the the female justice, a black lady, I forget her name right now. I, I, uh, I forget her name. It starts with a K. I, I, I forget her name. But anyway, she was saying that uh, law may not see race, but people do. Mm-hmm. And the this is the, society see, does. The the law doesn't because it, it's a piece of paper. Exactly. But the people enforcing it see they see race. They see race. They see, they the, see the color race. of your skin. So they interpret the law definitely, and they take it out on those races. Most definitely. Totally, totally through interpretation as opposed to how it's written and on paper. It's just crazy to hear a black man say some say that stuff where he said <laughs> that law doesn't see race. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. Law hasn't seen race at all. And that's been the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. That they were able to do things to certain races because they didn't care about those races or the law didn't protect those races. Mm-hmm. And it, how is that a good thing? It's not a good thing that law doesn't that the, the law doesn't it's see not. your race or see or protect what you are because of your race. It's not good. He's bragging like that's I mean, that's not a good thing, man. Right. We we have to change the way we're thinking on, on this situation, man. Uh, we're gonna what we're gonna see is school admission down for of uh, and, and we'll see it across the board. See job and, rates and, go yeah, down. Yeah, and 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 that's gonna it's gonna hurt the black community, which is already feeling the pains. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, these kids, you know, they can get into uh different because uh, HBCUs is not everywhere. Well, you know, I don't think it will hurt us that much because we are culture, we are music, we are sports. Yeah, definitely, we are fashion. That's true. They so you're going to get into them. Yeah, they burn a bridge for us. You know what we're going to do? We're going to build our own Make bridge. A new one. Yep. 
Make so a new one. We, we have been one of the only races to survive the tyranny that we have experienced and still thrive mm -hmm. to where we're modeled and copied at every turn of the century. Most definitely. So we're going to be all right. Right. We're going to figure they it gonna out. They're going to be trying to figure yeah. out what they need to do with the next move because mm -hmm. they're going to be watching us. They're already watching us. Right. And, and that's what I'm saying. I can already see um, you mentioning that there's not a lot of HBCUs around. Mm-hmm. That will increase. That, definitely. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what I'm hoping the outcome um, is. That's, that's going to be the outcome. Not right. only is it New going HBCU. to increase at the HBCU level, mm -hmm. it's going to increase all the way down. Because we already have. Yeah. Like, there's already been talks about how micro schools mm -hmm. yes. are ran by black people. Black people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Most of the micro schools that have been coming up lately yeah. are black-owned micro And that's good. And we need mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Because we we are so we, we have get, to come out of our community to go get, get schooling. Mm -hmm. We have to depend on them to go get schooling. Mm -hmm. we, can, we can do these small micro schools and we can we can teach our own neighborhood instead of depending on them and having these fights about which books are okay mm -hmm. and what's okay for mm -hmm. our kids to learn about the history and what, what, what they didn't did. Mm -hmm. So micro schools, man, cool, man. I mean, dog, it's, it's just you gonna, know, it's just gonna take us to a different level to where Mm -hmm. when HBCUs started, when they first gained their popularity. Right. And right. that's just how, it's, it's just going to make them even more necessity. popular now. Yeah. It's out of necessity. So, and that's mm -hmm. what's going to happen because of the affirmative action is right. no longer. So we're just going to create our own schools, yeah. mm -hmm. our own paths to get to where we need to go. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. And, I, and, and, and I, I, hope, I hope that's the, the outcome. And um, That is going to be the outcome. Yeah. Uh, and then these bigger schools are going to do what they normally try to do when they see something coming up, they're gonna try to buy gonna, them out. They're gonna come to the table. They're gonna try to buy it out to get the ownership to get the to mm -hmm. get that network back in. Yeah. Um. And, and and hopefully we'll be strong enough to say no. How about we gonna buy you out? Yeah. Right. But you know they 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 may want to mess with the regular admission kids, but you know they want these kids who's coming in with these scholarships yeah. from these schools. That's exactly what they with want. these basketball and football exactly players. They, they want them. But the normal everyday kid from the hood right. who's trying to do something better, they don't care about him. Yeah. No, forget him. But that's the person that needs the most help, man, to make sure that he gets to one of these top universities because they deserve it, man. More no? than that, though, but that's the most powerful weapon in the world. Yes. Yes, it is, man. Yes, you know, it a, is. A, a, a untainted, Education. powerful mind. Mm -hmm. Determined. Yeah. All it needs is a chance. That's real. That's so, real. So he's gonna yeah. be it, check it's on gonna her. be all right. Please. Um we're gonna go to the next story here, man. Uh we got uh, the 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 Supreme Court, they've also gotten rid of the the student loan uh uh the student loan uh, deal that Biden had put place. Mm -hmm. Um he wanted to to get rid of the loans from people who um who needed the relief. People who are having a hard time paying for their loans, mm -hmm. uh, people who are, are overhead in these deals. You know what I mean? Um, it's you know it's it's crazy when you hear people talking about, well, I didn't get a bailout and and this didn't happen and and I didn't get help when we bailed out banks, billionaire dollar banks. Yes, we we help all type people, people who who fall into situations they get aid, people they get hurt, they get disability. So people that that fall into a pl place where they can't play their student loans, mm -hmm. they can't get help. Yeah. They're just on their own. 
Yeah. They should have relief. There should be a way to get relief if you run into problems, just like with anything else in the world. They're like, well, I repaid mine. That's good for you. Your credit will go up. You will look better. But I have a problem paying mine, and I need some type of way to help me through my financial issue. Yeah, yeah. I understand people just pull your bootstraps up. I understand those people. (laughs) I get those people. But, but know, it's not always that easy. It's kind of hard to pull your bootstraps up if you're wearing sneakers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, man, I feel you, man. I feel you. They get on my nerves, man. But, uh, you know, he Biden was trying to do something to try to help the people a little bit. Uh, hopefully, man, um, they said they're going to do some to, a new plan to, to try to help people out. But the, the main problem that needs to be taken care of is the cost of these schools yes these schools are too they cost too much yes Yes, Yes. you were able to pay for your schooling in the 60s and 70s and 80s because it didn't cost a hundred thousand dollars to go to school for for uh, for three years yeah you know i mean it's astronomically crazy right now Mm -hmm. how much kids have to pay and -hmm. then you you get out of school you don't even have a job and you're already 50 to 60 to a hundred thousand dollars in debt well you know a lot of parents don't realize that tuition costs have gone up because of the fact that these schools have seen how much the athletic sides can generate. Mm. So it's not tuition that they're paying for. They're paying for athletic training facilities, <sighs> stadiums, <sighs> uh, new facilities that come up on these campuses for that are geared to round to the athletes. Wow. Give them a chance to per- perform at a mm-hmm. higher level. It's all about money then. It's all about money. To make um, more money. Now you get everybody saying, okay, I, well, I want to go to that school because mm-hmm. they just built this new right. they got a high facility, athletic right. facility that's mm-hmm. going to help me be the best version of myself playing this game. Right. Those costs get broken down by percentages. Those mm-hmm. percentages get taxed on to every student that's part of the student body, mm-hmm. which gives you your conglomerate. And as you look at it, you take a million people, put a million people in line, say, everybody give me five cents. You got a little bit of change at the end mm-hmm. of that line. Yeah. So it, it, it is, it is. If it's broken down just to the education, the way it's supposed to be, the cost wouldn't be that much. Yeah, man. The cost I, wouldn't be that much. I, um, so what Biden said, he's going to fight, he's going to come up with a new plan to, to provide some student debt relief, which is based on a different low uh, law than uh, the one uh, now defunct student loan forgiveness mm-hmm. program was linked to. Uh, this new pathway the... requires the Department of Education to undertake a formal uh-huh. rulemaking process, which typically takes months. Details were not released uh, on Friday, which might benefit if that uh, process is successful. Um, but I so, think uh, I did hear something about that. They were thinking about calling it the uh, American the American Student Education mm-hmm. Act or American Education Act. Or they'll come up with like some that. funny name. Yeah, they will. But repayments for people who owe unfortunately will start back in october so wow so man yeah sad but uh let's let's talk about some uh doing this okay we got a uh, apple man has hit three trillion dollars man first publicly traded company to close a trading day with three trillion market value uh, marking another milestone for a technology juggernaut that has reshaped society with a line of products that churn out eye-popping profits, man. Yes. Eye-popping. 
These people are three trillion dollars. Oh, well, I mean, it's easy, it's not really surprising Ooh. that they're worth three trillion dollars, considering the fact that every Apple iPhone costs twelve to fourteen hundred dollars. And that that the, and then the, your iPod, your your earbuds gonna cost you another two hundred. I mean, it doesn't. It, that, that's uh, the, so, the 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 Windows or the or the the Android shit costs that much too. So it no, doesn't no, matter. No. But, but 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 this is what y'all don't see with the Apple. They give you a different type of cord that you can use with oh, one yeah. phone that you can't use with the other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you got to buy a new new. So you got to buy, buy a new, box new piece or new. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. You got to buy a new accessory yep. to go with They'll the new phone. They'll give you one phone time. with one set of memory, and another with another. But it's all gonna run out fast. Which means what? You got to buy what? Extended memory. memory. Extended memory. They clouds, cloud yeah. stuff. Yeah. Is they they one of the biggest cloud yeah. uh, users too because they trick you into that stuff. Yep. Yeah. It's so annoying. Yes. And for the people that really don't be paying attention. Apple only gives you 50 gigabytes of uh, memory. Yeah, they don't give you, you nothing, man. But see, you can get more. because two ninety nine a month to get no, no, 200 no, no, gigabytes? No, 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 You can get more because when you go to your distributor and you ask them for your phone code, mm-hmm. which unlocks your phone, first thing they're going to ask you is why you want it. But once you pay your phone off in full, there's a code that you can put on your phone. When you put the calculator up and turn it, it goes to a bigger calculator. And you can put your code in there, and it allows you to deactivate things that are normal things that are set on your phone. Mm-hmm. Some of these things slow down your... your, your yeah, speed. some of that proprietary so, tool yeah, that they yeah, put on yeah, your Yeah, you can turn those things off, mm-hmm. which speeds your phone up. So now when they start slowing it down, you're still good to go. Mm-hmm. And they were known for doing that, that they too. they good for slowing, slowing oh, the phone yeah. down. Yeah, slow your phone down. Especially when the network, yeah. network is mm-hmm. busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But they uh, their shares went up 2.3%. They uh, were trading at one hundred and ninety three point ninety seven a share. Wow! So one hundred and ninety four dollars a share for one one share. One share. That's crazy. That's crazy. Wow! That's crazy, man. Uh, so let's talk about some local stuff, man. We got the city of Tempe. They're replacing all the KKK linked properties and street names. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. Get rid of them racist bastards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Mayor Corey Woods is doing an outstanding job. Yes, he I is, got, man. I got a chance to meet with him. He's a really great guy. Man, man. Dude, I, I love what he's doing, man. And I don't care who's mad. Get rid of him. Yep. So we had um, Park De Souza replace his husband Park. Uh, Rancho de Stello to be a special marked area east of Royal Road and south of University. Mm-hmm. We got... Uh, O'Brien Street places yeah, oh, uh, East Large Street. Uh, recognized pioneer former Pedro Pete Abregan. Uh Michelle Brooks Tatras Park replaces Redden Park. Recognizes community activist fan, and, and philanthropist and volunteer Michelle Brooks uh, Totris. Uh, Romo Jones Street replaces West Large Street. Recognizes husband and wife pioneers Adolfo Romo and uh, Joaquina Jones who fought and won the court case for uh, children to be able to attend school with white children. Mm-hmm. Why we don't need affirmative action. Right. You know what I mean? We have to fight to even go to school with white kids. <laughs> and they talking about we don't need affirmative action. Absolutely. People fought and died for these things, man. Little white, little black kids had to walk into school, getting stuff thrown at them, all type stuff they didn't have to deal with for us to be able to get these places, man. And they just strike it down like it means nothing. Yeah. And then it's a black man doing it. Right, Clarence Thomas, man, I dude, that dude, that dog. Anyway, uh, Thomas Lane replaces Hudson Lane, recognizes Maggie and Theodore Thomas, who were an African American pioneer family and business owners. 
Uh, Marion Moses Green Park replaces uh, Horizon Park, mm -hmm. recognizes Marion Moses Green, who were the first African-American landowners in what is now Tempe. Mm -hmm. uh, Ragsdale MLK Park replaces Sixth Street Park. This in addition is renamed and proposed by the City Council on February 9th in recognition of Martin Luther King Jr. And Lincoln uh, Ragsdale, a prominent uh, local civil rights activist and business and veteran. It's dope, man. Absolutely. Let's celebrate people who made a difference instead of people who were hating and trying right. to get people to not go places. Let's celebrate people who fought and broke open and opened yeah. doors for right. others. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, that was that was garbage. What we naming it after KKK members for? For what? What did they do? But nothing but hate. It's ridiculous that we had them on here for so long. But anyway, last. I, I, I don't think it was something that was even thought about because it had been in place for so long. Yeah, right. Yeah. So but, long. But if you don't know the history of where you come from, don't know the history about some of the stuff you see around you, mm -hmm. how do you know it needs to be changed? That's real. And we don't talk about it and we don't know. So we just see the streets. We have no idea that this is racist dude who hated us the whole time. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's tough, man. And you live on this street. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You 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 invest in this street. You invest in these things. And they're all named after all these people who hated us. That's not right. Uh, we're going to talk about this last thing before we get to your stories, Mama. We got a Scottsdale-based beverage company. Uh, they're called Yerbay. They're listed now on the OTC market. Uh, the Scottsdale-based Yerbay Brands the Corp. Uh, I, that's the trading. Okay. So they can trade on the big market. Uh, that is now traded on the U.S. over-the-counter market. Wow. Uh, that's OTC. Uh, following the beverage company's record-setting revenue in the first corner. Um, uh, Yerbe began trading on the uh, OTCQX on June 21st under the symbol uh, YERBF. So if you want to buy shares, you can. Wow. So the OTCQX, which is now uh, most regulated tier of the OTC market group, includes blue chip stocks, mm -hmm. uh, multinational and domestic companies seeking access to U.S. investors. Wow. So, it's a so good way to go big. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to go. They're, they're doing big things, man. Uh, they had a good first quarter. And uh, it's it looks like it's a drink, if I'm not mistaken. Does it, it look like it? Yeah, it's a can. Uh, I believe it's Yerba Mate uh, tea. It's the tea? Yeah, yeah. man. It's, it's, it's Scottsdale-based company, man. So go check these companies. I'm going to check them out, man, if I see one. Just because I know they, they're, they're from the AZ, you know what I mean? We try to support everything that's Arizona-based. Yeah, yeah. What you got, mama? This week, we got the World Health Organization. We're going to mm -hmm. talk about them, how uh, they are intending to uh, soon make a uh, announcement announcing that aspartame sweetener uh, will be a carcinogenic carcinogen. carcinogen. There you go. But, you know, and I think that's banned in most other countries, in most other countries across the world. If it's labeled as a carcinogen, it's no, I'm saying aspartame period yeah. in other countries. They, they, they don't allow people to have it and we allow people to have it here. Right. And I think it's banned in most places already. Mm -hmm. It is. They said the uh, in an official announcement, which is expected in a couple weeks, but uh, the leaks came from Reuters. Oh wow! Um, from the World Health Organization's uh, advisors, suggest that health organization could declare the artificial sweetener carcinogenic. Mm -hmm. They said back in May, who issued new recommendations advising against long-term use of artificial sweeteners, yeah, including aspartame. To lose weight because they increased mm -hmm. yep. your risk for type 2 diabetes, mm -hmm. cardiovascular disease, mm -hmm. and early death. Yeah, man. Diet diet sodas, man. So your diet sweet and low is bad. Your uh, equal yeah. 
mm-hmm. sativa, all those little packets of sweeteners, sugars, Man. y'all, y'all. You, you might as well just use regular sugar. Mm-hmm. I th- I remember watching the it has zero calories. Comment. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. it's it's just better for you, right? All these different different uh sugars they coming out for you, they're just bad for you, man. And and uh we got to stop using this stuff. And like I said, these these diet sodas up, they're so bad, man. Everybody I've known, artificial sweeteners. Yeah, that that drank this stuff a lot, they all end up having health problems. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's 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 a correlation there. Mm-hmm. That has to be. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it is, and we we know it. But we won't do anything about it because they're making so much money. I'm happy they're taking this step. Hopefully, we can get more things out of right, here that's that's right. uh, killing people, man. What right. you got on the Hollywood? Run the Hollywood hot mess room real fast. All right, nice. right now. Get ready for the week's Hollywood hot mess with Aisha Rowan. Sponsored by... I'm just going to talk a little bit about sports. No one. If you would like to help us out a little bit, go to www.habarientertainment.com. Click on the Naked Nutrition banner at the top of the screen. Buy yourself some lovely oatmeal raisin cookies, or you can buy the chocolate chip or some whey protein. They're all good. They all help you, and they have raw ingredients. All right. So this week, we're going to go ahead and uh, let you guys know that uh, Travis Scott will not be criminally charged for the Astral World tragedy. Wow. Uh, they said the wow. Texas grand jury declined to indict Scott on criminal charges and found that no one individual person mm-hmm. was responsible for the deadly crowd surge. Yeah, man. I'm happy, man, because I, I never really thought that that dude should be charged with that. They said he said something dumb on the microphone mm-hmm. or something, but he said he didn't even know what was going on. Right, so. exactly. But... Prosecutors have said that the victims' families mm-hmm. are free oh. to file civil lawsuits in the case. Wow! Yeah, because civil lawsuits are different than than, than, than yeah. a criminal. Than right? Criminal. Exactly. We're not going to commit just like with OJ. He, he he's not convicted, but civil court you can go and you can sue him and try to hit him on something civil. Right. Mm-hmm. Try to get some money out of him. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Right. And then in other news, Courtney Kardashian has. Changed her last name after Marion Travis Barker. Oh. So she is now Courtney Kardashian Barker. Oh, God. I knew she was going to do that, too. <laughs> I knew she was going to put a she, hyphen. They can't Kardashian, move the Kim Darcy they, they really can't. They just like, cannot oh lose it. Oh, my God. It. Just so They can't important. do it. It's just so, it's just that. like, I got to have my last name. Like, it's so, man. My name is more important. And you know, we're talking about OJ. That's the only reason these girls are famous at all. At all. Yeah. It's because. They Say daddy, daddy was, was a, his lawyer. A lawyer on the OJ case. Mm-hmm. Never would have had fame if it wasn't for that. Ever. Ever. You mean you mean the 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 epitome of womanhood nowadays? <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, I mean, at Ms., all. Um... <laughs> Man, dude. Uh, Kevin Costner has claimed that he cannot afford to pay his estranged wife. $248,000 a month in child support Ooh. now that he is no longer under contract for Yellowstone. But he quit, didn't he? Didn't he quit Yellowstone? No. He got fired? No, he quit. They, they replaced him with yeah. a Because he was younger, tripping. More he was tripping. He wasn't, he wasn't not and meeting the contract. Of the, he wasn't meeting the stipulations of the contract. Right. And 
since he was on Yellowstone mm -hmm. and, you know, his ex-wife and he's got this monthly child support payments, those were a fixed amount right. based right. off of his income, income. He's like, I'm broke on now. On Yellowstone. Now I ain't got no money. So now that his income is going to be more Different. inconsistent, right. he's like, hey, judge. Yeah. I, I, you need I, to, I can't, make I can't pay changes. this, G. That's $250,000 a month. A month? Mm -hmm. A million dollars a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, she getting three mil a year exactly and child support exactly. This, exactly. not spousal support child support <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Woo. and then the rust armorer hannah gutierrez reed mm. has allegedly ditched cocaine after the rush shooting happened what? she's alleged she's been a someone has accused her or has witnessed her allegedly, mm -hmm. passing a bag of cocaine to somebody to get rid of after the shooting happened. And this the this wow. was the, uh, who was this person? Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. She was the armorer. Oh, she she's the person, the person that gave the gun? She was in charge mm -hmm. of giving the gun. If you want to know the truth, she's so, the person that's... That should have been charged. She, right. she's the, she, it's all she's, her fault It's anyway. all her fault. Because she, she's the last person that... This and is her safety. family, yeah. her family, like, they have a history in doing this for Hollywood. Right. Like, she's not the first person. Like, her dad did it, and he, his dad did it. Right. Like, they've been doing it for, for generations. For generations. Yeah, yeah. So and she should know she all She should have known better than mm -hmm. what she did. Right. And, and she got somebody killed. And it makes sense that maybe she was high. You know what I'm saying? Getting messed up. That makes sense, man. Because you and put somebody, like, somebody's life in danger. You know what I mean? Because it, it's just crazy that, yeah. that something like that happened. And, right. you, and a bullet and got into And that would this. explain why that incident occurred. Yeah, if man. that yeah. is true. Right. So, we'll keep you updated. All right, man. Let's uh, run the sports one real fast. All right. It's going to be real quick here, man. We're just going to talk about. Comic Book Corner. Sponsored by. The Secret Invasion real fast, man. Episode two was it was a little slower, but they did have some scenes that was kind of dope. Um, we I had um, the Sonya uh, Farnsworth. She was interrogating somebody, man, and that scene got kind of crazy when they started messing people up in there. Um, I thought that was a pretty good scene. And then we got um, uh, Nick at the end. Looks like uh, he might be he might be dabbling in some green, doing the old uh, uh, who was dude from uh, Star Trek back in the day was always sleeping with green women. Oh, you talking about Kirk? Oh, yeah, Kirk. Kirk. He he, Kirk. he Kirk, Captain Kirk. Kirk. He loves some alien booty, man. He... <laughs> That's what Nick Fury doing. So I don't know what's wrong with Nick, man. But we're gonna see. I next wonder, week. do he? I wonder if he actually knows. She that's is that's grown. that's the whole that's the, thing. That's the Does question. she know that this is an alien? Because right. they can change and make mm -hmm. themselves look human. So we don't know yet. But everybody else is assuming that he already know, and that's yeah, that's that's weird. Man. That's weird. But uh, yeah, to play the sports one now. Alrighty, sports that one. Habari Sports. Sons, you know they 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 signed a lot of people yesterday when NBA free agency signed uh started at like six o'clock Eastern time. We got uh, Okogis coming back. We got Eubanks coming from uh, U uh, Portland. We got Wantanabe coming from the Nets. 
We got uh, another forward, Me Too. I can't say his name, uh, first name. We got Damian Lee came back, and then we got Bates Diop. I think he played with San Antonio. So, um, yeah, so we got a – I think the bench is pretty decent, man. Um, I think that's that's decent pickups. We got some bigs. We got some guards. We got some good forwards. Uh, I, I think I think they're ready to go, man. Uh, this is going to be a fun year. We should we should go far. Uh, I, I'm not gonna say 100. We got the ring, but man, I, I feel really good that we're gonna be in the finals and 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 taking it and giving us a chance to to be the second four corner state to win and we let Denver beat us, dog. And I'm I'm really upset about that. David but, Burns said Lakers uh, signed Jason Hayes for a two year. So about nobody cares. <laughs> Lillard has a, apparently requested a trade. What? Mm-hmm. He he finally said it. It says a uh, Blazers star Lillard requests trade. Sources say what? But see now, we got James Harden want to get out of there in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. We can get Dame Lillard, man, over in Philly, man. That'd be nice, man. Him and him and a B would be something to see, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. If then then you can get Harden out of there. Maybe they can do a three team trade where they can get Harden somewhere else. Yeah. Get Portland some draft picks and stuff. And get uh the 76ers, 76ers Damian uh, Damian yeah. Lillard. You know what I mean? That would be nice, man. Because I, I think that that's where he should be. Because everybody else stayed place, but I I think Philadelphia would be a dope spot for him, man. And they would kill, man. Uh, him Patrick and Beverly beat. agreed to a one year deal with the Sixers. Man, y'all, uh, did y'all see that Draymond? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Draymond, man. Yeah, hundred million. Uh, four years. For four years. Yeah, I mean he deserves Maybe. it, man. He deserves he it. He, he deserves does. it. He's so underrated yeah, as a man. player. So underrated. And you don't, so you don't to have to. Table. People nowadays are so caught up in scoring. Mm-hmm. And it's not all about scoring, man. You don't have to score a point to make a difference in the game. Yeah. And uh, I, I think too, too many people are caught up in how many points did he score. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and Draymond's not that. He's going to yeah. set some great screens. He's going to make some great passes. He's going to he play hustle. some great defense. And he's going to hustle his he ass off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's that's what you want, man. You want that. You don't want that everybody trying to shoot the damn ball because everybody you can't have a dog in the fight. That's real, man. Everybody <laughs> got to be can't be that. Another surprise was Van Fleet going over to Houston, man. That was a big win. That was um, not a surprise. That wasn't a surprise was to you. Not happy. No, was not happy. I, but I, you know, I don't see him winning in Houston, man. I, I don't. I don't. He might be able to do something. They got a young bench there too. Yeah. So. They're so really he might, young. He, he's going to be able to mentor those young men. Yeah, that's true. He's going to be able to build them up. He's going to be able mm-hmm. to lead them so far, and then he's going to be able to turn it over to them and then yeah. let them grow. Yeah, that's true. So, I agree so, with that. Yeah. And he was, uh, he was, He's getting close, too. Yeah, man. Our dude is good, man. He got paid. Mm-hmm. He got paid. That's one thing that mm-hmm. he did get that payday. He deserves it, man, because Desmond I think he's- Desmond Bain got paid, too. Yeah, yeah, oh, Desmond Bain. But he deserves it, too, man. He was big time. A five-year deal. 205 million 207 max extension yeah yeah See, but you know you know they they make it seem like these numbers is big Nah, man but they not they not compared to what the uh, the the actual organization is making per year off of what they paying them they're still they're still minimum wage people that's real right they wouldn't give you that oh he got 100 million yeah okay okay that's just half half quarterly quarterly right Right. he's gonna get a check up front but that's gonna cover all the bills he already got right now because he's not working no second job right Yeah, man. And then he's he going to get this basketball. other half at the end of the year to pay the rest of the bills. He's not doing no heavy endorsements. What did you see Draymond doing the uh, commercial for Dell computer? <laughs> nah, he ain't getting all that. <laughs> no, so no. that's all it is. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that. They don't, nah, man. They do I never that. I never trip off the numbers because I know they're not going to give him $200 million if they're not making 10 times that. Right. Yes. 
know what I mean? Exactly. That's not coming. He ain't getting two hundred million if they ain't making a billion dollars off this off this industry mm -hmm. or right. more. So yeah. I already know. They have that. And they have that thing worded so meticulously in the contract. Mm -hmm. got to I do bet. Got to do that. Got to be here. Got to be there. If you fail to miss one of these things, your contract can be terminated. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's look at Zion. They had all those weight stipulations put right. into worked into his contract. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If he didn't hit certain weight mark benchmarks, mm -hmm. they weren't gonna pay him all that money. So he had mm -hmm. been losing money. For the last two, three years, bulling around, eating McDonald's and crap, man. That dude, he's tripping. <laughs> but all right, man, let's run the game. You know how to bring it in? Um, <clears throat> Yes, I got to go to the bus, right? And then... You got to load it. You got to upload it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I still got to upload it? Okay. It's on the drive. Ain't it on the drive? Yeah, you gotta go to Google Drive. Go to Abari Studios. Abari Studios, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I ain't never done. Dude, that's good. Thing. And it should be the first. Uh, the first. It should be the only trivia one in there. Let me get my brain right here. Trivia. There we go. And then throw it over there, right? For the loot. Oh, yeah. Graphics. Let me try to take her off real quick. Can't see it though. Alright. Go down. I can tell which one it is. There we go. There can't we go. reach it. The money. The money one. This there we one, go. Right? Yep. Let's get ready to play trivia for Loot. Sponsored by... We got some basketball trivia today, and let's see what you know. All right. Okay. okay. We got 10 questions, 7 out of 10, right? And you will get a T-shirt. Free Habari Entertainment T-shirt. Question number one. Who is the only team to defeat the Boston Celtics at, at Boston, Madison Square Garden, that, 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 during the 1985-1986 That was a great year. They was a good team. I'm going to say. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I the don't Chicago Bulls. No, I already know they didn't win it. I already know. I don't know. What you, what's the answer? The Portland Trailblazers. Wow. 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 Okay, I didn't know that. I wouldn't have never guessed them. I didn't know that. 85, they went into Boston and got it done, huh? 85, 86. 85, 86. Who was on that team? Drexel? I don't think Drexel was on that team. No. He might have been yeah, him and Drexel. Porter. Drexel was on that team. Porter. Yeah. They yeah, had man. Crazy, they, had a, man. They, had a, they had a squad. Huh. They did have a squad then. For sure. Okay. Let's see what we got. Okay. George Gervin's most points scored in a quarter record was broken in 2015 by this player who still holds the record today. Mm. And you'll get bonus points if you know how many points they scored. Ooh. Wow, she going deep. Only true basketball fans know these questions. Oh, that's a hard one. 2015. What's Gervin? 
and he did he play on the same team that George Gervin played on? No, no. no. Or just somebody that broke his record. He just broke he the just record. He just broke the record. Single scoring in a quarter. I'll say Steph Curry goes. Ooh, you close. You was it real was Clay close. Tom- it's Clay Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> Thirty-seven. I didn't remember okay. the points though, but I remember it was Clay okay. though. Thirty-seven in a quarter. Woo. The first NBA game was played between the New York Knicks and the Toronto Huskies. In what year? Oh, crap. Wow, she going back. That's that tough. 1975. No, nope. I'm going to say 1942. Close. Oh, okay. 1946. Damn. 46. <laughs> okay. Damn. I knew I was close, though. I knew it was in the 40s. All right. Not only was he the first African-American drafted into the NBA, but he was also the first official NBA player by a signed contract. Man, it's this dude name should be more known like Jackie Robinson, but he is not, unfortunately. And I don't remember his name, so... <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's going to be an old black name, like a Clifford or something like that. No, no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't either, man. I can't remember it. I can't remember. I remember, I remember his. I remember his story, but I cannot yeah, remember I his name. I do not remember name. dude's name at all, bro. Chuck Cooper. Chuck Cooper. <sighs> See, Chuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I bet you he used to work on his car with a cigarette hanging right. on his lid. Right. <laughs> oh, the NBA. The National Basketball Association was originally called what? Man, I have that on my phone right now. I'm not going to cheat, though. Oh, man. And I cannot remember it. I actually have that on my phone because I have the first NBA logo. Dang. I cannot remember that. The MPA, Men's Professional Association, that's my guess. I have no idea. With the womp womp? I can't remember. Because it's going to be the Basketball Association of, of America. America. That's wow. what it yeah. Wow. That's definitely a I long name. I, I actually have that logo on my phone, too. Because everybody doesn't understand the history of the NBA logo. This is a hard one. Held in Boston Madison Square Garden right. Club, the first NBA All-Star Game Took place in what year? First NBA All Star game. All Star. Okay, so I got a question to that question. Is this before the merger or after the merger? I'm thinking before. That's what I was before the merger. They didn't really have All Star games. Uh, that's. You might be right about that. They just had playoffs to championships and went right back into the next season. Because players went from the NBA to the ABA to continue playing the year round. Because the ABA and the NBA ran parallel to each other. Not same time, but in season, rem- start season, in season, start season. Right. I don't remember because we just had a celebration. So I think I would of, say 1969. 69. I'm going to say 56. You're closer? It's 1951. 51, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, it's got to be in the fifties because I'm like, they had it. Yeah, 
Right. In 1995, this sixth seed I know. was the lowest seeded team in the NBA history to win a championship. I don't know. I'm I know. Right now. I don't know. He got Houston it. Rockets, 1995. That was the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got me on that one. <laughs> got me on that one. Now, knee- this one should be a little easier for I everybody. Knee deep in military then. Uh, I know this one too. This player has the most turnovers in the finals. I think I know. The most turnovers in the Ever finals. in the finals. <sighs> man, that's a lot of people, man. Uh-huh. The most, though? I'm going to say LeBron. I'm going to say James Harden. He's, I don't even think he made it once. Yeah, he did. He did. They made it with OKC. Yeah, once. Mm-hmm. He's, it's LeBron, ain't it? It is LeBron. <laughs> yeah, <I> knew it. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have been there so many times, man, and he lost, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, it's LeBron. He's out there fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> they are the only franchise to move from, from the, the ABA to the NBA mm. and subsequently win a championship. I know it is. I'm gonna say the Spurs. Yep, it is the Spurs. That's one. Yeah. Count it up. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Win. It's another one though. There's another one. It's Denver now. Denver's on that list. Denver's now. on that now. There's two people now. Yeah, that's got to be updated because the Nuggets yep. was an mm-hmm. ABA team yep. as well. Yep. All right. Last and final question: Which player? Managed to win the NBA Finals MVP award, mm-hmm. even though they were on the losing team. I know this one. Damn. I can't, I can't remember, man. Jerry West. 1971, I, I think, or 72. One of the two. But it's I don't Jerry have West. the year, but it was Jerry West. Definitely. Let's see. One. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Coach. Everybody going everybody to go back this week and be like, you should have knew all them trivia questions. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> he was so. folded under pressure, man. It's probably hard. So. <laughs> but you know what? Everybody fold under pressure. I don't yeah. know what it is. Is it my questions? It might no, be. Them, it them, might that, be. Hey, man, like, those, some, those some questions. Yeah. Those, those some questions that was tough. Right there. Man, she be taking us crazy sometimes, for real. She, she went to the bottom of the barrel right. on that, man. I'm like, hey, the coach, man, we really appreciate you coming, bro. No, you know, really I appreciate, appreciate you having you on. When she first reached out to me, I'm like, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. The DM list is, is ridiculous. Right. It's, it's, I, I, I need to get somebody just to manage that alone. I bet, man. And um, it's just like, I'm like looking. Okay, what is this again? I'm like, yeah, this is actually me. You got me today. Because <laughs> I have, you know, my, my girlfriend, so she kind of manages some of that stuff sometimes. I'm like, here, just take that. I got to go. She's like, sure. No, things scheduling help with appointments. Because if I did, if I try to do it all by myself, I'd, I'd miss so much Man. stuff. It makes no sense. I got to so set tough. reminders to the reminders. <laughs> I had a That's reminder. probably what I should do. I had to set a reminder, and then I'm sitting there at the court, and I had a second reminder. I'm like, oh, damn, I'm supposed to be doing a radio interview right now. <laughs> I tell you, hey, I am on the way. <laughs> Sure, we appreciate Absolutely. you coming, man. It was no, really I truly um, appreciate you guys for letting me to, um, just come and just share just a little bit about who I am. 
sure. That, that, sure. that means it. That's still therapy for me. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, we learned a lot, man. And um, I think people will uh, be able to gain something from this experience because uh, I think that what you uh, what you offer as a person and, and a coach is just a lot. And I think people will use you an example as, as what they can move forward as his life because I, I i really think that you are inspiration for that i've said that a couple of times but um I appreciate that thank man. you uh coach lawrence taylor uh peace out everybody until next week thanks for watching peace holla holla <laughs>